Hi, and welcome to the Kara Podcast. My name is Lori, and I'm your host for the show. Here, we're focused on inspiring and encouraging you in business and in life. The Kara Podcast is a community driven by creative, authentic, remarkable, and accomplished people just like you. A place to thrive and become the greatest version of yourself. To learn more, check out the Kara Podcast at thecarapodcast.com. This week, we wanted to talk about making your relationships meaningful. I had an opportunity to get out of town and I was on the beach this morning and I was just reflecting and I was just thinking about this year in all. And if I go back and look at January and February, to be honest, I wasn't doing great in connecting with my relationships just because I wasn't feeling quite like myself. And then fast forward, we hit the pandemic in the month of March. And I just think about as I reflect and it's November 5th and as we look back over the last seven months, you know, our connections have been Zoom and FaceTime and phone conversations and text. And I was reflecting this morning as I was just watching the waves flow in and flow out and just get memorized by that beautiful sound of the ocean. And I really realized in that moment how much I truly miss being with others. I absolutely thrive in person togetherness with people. I have found I am not the Zoom person. It's okay. It's all right. It is a method to our current conditions of being quarantined or being socially distancing. But as I looked over the last few weeks of October, I had an opportunity to go into in-person gatherings. And these were, you know, very small gatherings. These were very specific purposes. One was literally to, to, to really record a virtual summit, and I was just a part of it and a part of the audience, and just to be around other people. It was absolutely incredible. And then I had an opportunity to do another small in-person gathering, but once again, we gathered to watch Zoom, and even though we gathered, we socially distanced, and we didn't even communicate very well because we were spread out. And it was really hard to communicate. So this week, I just wanted to talk about the meaningful of relationships and how to bring meaning even when it feels so difficult. You know, like I said, the Zoom, the technology has made it more convenient to help keep in touch with the outside world and even become reacquainted with long lost friends, which has been really key in this season. It has also changed how we define relationships. Someone with like a thousand Facebook friends may think they're a rock star. How many of those friends would be there to support you when you want to do a new endeavor, start a business, or you're going through your own personal crisis? 
I was looking at Facebook today and there were some friends that popped up and it was their birthday and I was thinking, how do I know this person? I went and looked at their profile and I'm like, I don't even know where our common links are. What brought us together? And I'm sure there's plenty of friends on your Facebook and your Instagram that you're not even sure how you have connected. And I've learned, especially because I am an in-person relationship person, the more successful you are in your relationships with your family, friends, and customers, the more successful you'll be in life with all of them. Here's what I've learned. The more successful you are in relationships with your family, your friends, your clients, your neighbors, the people around you in your community and your tribe, the more successful you will be in life with all of them. You see, our social media world is really creating a division and we can see that more so than ever today on November 5th. And you know what really holds true is those relationships that we can be authentic and real and that there's no judgment. And that happens in person. That happens when you build a a huge trust with each other where you can agree to disagree, but you still love one another. That is a meaningful relationship. Because of our world that led up to the pandemic, we were very much the hustlers. And our favorite word was, I'm busy, and busy earned me the queen of righteousness. And it's even more important than ever, in this world that we're moving into, we're going to need authentic relationships that are meaningful. So how do you have meaningful, authentic relationships that set up you for success and your friends for success. We're going to share those secrets right now. Number one, just be happy with yourself. You may have heard this one before and there's a reason for that. It remains the best place to start. Your relationships outside will flop if you don't have unconditional love and compassion for yourself. So self-love, self-care, taking care of you and doing those things that start your day off that make you feel happy and joyful. Number two, learn to listen and to understand. You know, we, we, we're dealt with this problem, right? It starts a lot of times when we're kids and either our parents or our grandparents never really truly listened to us. Sometimes we'll catch our spouse that doesn't truly listen to us. Your boss doesn't understand or listen. We cannot connect with people simply by listening to them, hearing them out without interruption, and doing our best to understand where they're coming from. Three, take the punch. You can't always take things personally. We've all had our share fair days of bad days, and when we freak out, vent, or scream at those around us, there are a few things in life less selfless than taking a punch every now and then from people who are having a very bad day. Sometimes people just need to vent. Give people the benefit of the doubt with their outburst. We never really know what people are going through. And I think as we watch, and sometimes it's easy to judge that person that's having that outburst, but if we just take a step back and just take a deep breath and just allow them 
to vent, it can change everything about that relationships. When we jump in and we try to stop that, it actually creates a barricade between us and that relationship. Follow up. If you feel like you've hit it off with someone professionally or personally, don't wait for them to get in touch with you. If you believe that there's a potential for a new relationship, then make sure that you follow up. A key tip is to follow up within 48 hours of the first meeting. Be positive. Here's a quick question. Would you rather spend time with someone who's being a downer or someone who's upbeat? I'm sure I can guess the one. Being optimistic helps immensely as positive emotions help us broaden and build relationships. Grab lunch. We're all busy, but are you too busy to stop and eat? Probably not. You should make time to schedule a lunch with a friend, acquaintance, or family member. This action will yield great benefits. And I think this is one of the ways that I've always connected personally so well because it's the easiest way to invite someone to join you. I think this is one of the favorite ways I've always learned how to connect and use the power of a great meal. You see, I always had this philosophy as I have to eat. I'm going to eat lunch and I'm going to have dinner. So why don't I invite someone along to enjoy a meal and have that connection? And that's what I've missed most during this pandemic because it's the most natural, easy way to invite someone to come along and have a lunch, have a coffee, enjoy dinner or grab a breakfast. Don't be someone else. If you can't trust yourself, why should you trust others? Take inventory of the relationships you have. Some relationships are meant to last for a long time. You know, those childhood friends, those college friends that you may not even talk to on a daily basis, but when you pick up the phone or you see each other in person, that five, 10 year gap just seems to disappear. And it's just like it was back in the college days, but we're just in a different season in our life. And then other late relationships may just linger because it's familiar and feels safe. Take an inventory of the relationships and see which ones you would like to hang on to and take care of and the ones that you want to maybe let go. Letting go of unnecessary relationships opens up the opportunity to let new relationships into your life. Pick up the phone. Texts, emails, and Facebook comments are great every now and then, but there's nothing like having an actual conversation with someone. Don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give your friend or peer a call to check in and see how they're doing. I have found that this is a good idea to be respectful of the other person's time. The actual conversation does not have to be lengthy. Take the time to pick up the phone or Skype chat with that friend. It'll go a long way in maintaining and fostering strong relationships. Find common interest. It could be the same book club, volunteer spot, movie, job, or hobbies. No matter how big or small, finding a common interest is one of the best ways to establish a meaningful relationship. Pay it forward. You should also want to give others something because you want to, not because you have to. If you know someone who happens to be a great web designer and you have another acquaintance who is in need of a designer, then why not introduce them to each other? Did you run across a particular object that would fit in your friend's collection? Could you quickly purchase it and pass it on to your friend? 
Don't wait to be asked for help. If you know that if a colleague, friend, or family member needs some sort of help, then jump in and offer your assistance before they ask. For an example, if you know that they're moving and you have the time, you can offer to help, even if your body will hate it the next day. Learn to trust others. Even if you were hurt by someone in the past, either professionally or personally, you have to learn to trust again. All relationships, family, business, require trust. Be clear on what you want. None of us like feeling disappointed, but did you ever stop and think that maybe you didn't get your needs filled because you did not specify what you really needed? Even if it seems uncomfortable, almost be honest in what you want or need. Expectation is the root of all heartache. William Shakespeare. Understand what's really being asked. Here's another piece of advice. People will always ask different questions than the ones they really want it to be answered. For an example, an employee will typically ask how to be more successful when all they really want is to get a raise or a promotion. In other words, there's a larger question waiting to be answered behind that initial question. Respond quickly. While you don't have access to your phone or computer 24-7, there's a good probability that you will at some point sooner than later. If someone emails or texts you a question or inquiry, respond to them as soon as possible. Wouldn't you be rather known as the speedy responder than the person who never gets back? Set calendar reminders. We're all busy bees, so it's easy to lose contact with friends, colleagues, family members, and acquaintances. To avoid a problem, use a set-up calendar reminder so that you can schedule a time to touch base with the people in your life. Identify and avoid interpersonal pitfalls. There are plenty of qualities that can be detrimental to a relationship. The Counseling Center at the University of Texas lists the following. Having unrealistic expectations of yourself, the other person, or in the relationships in general. Coming too close too soon, physically or psychologically. Being negative about self, the relationship, or life. Being a rescuer, a martyr, a savior, or a perfect person. Trying to change the other person to suit your needs. Being too self-centered, judgmental, or always right. Stockpiling strong feelings, anger, pain, sadness, neediness, and then pouring them all out at once. Expecting the other person to be a mind reader, a fixer, or always a rock of stability for you. If you notice any of these tendencies in yourself, think about trying to change them. You may even need to get help from someone who you can trust so that you can avoid the inclination from going any further. Don't be judgmental. Just because someone acts a certain way, behaves in ways we wouldn't allow ourselves, or has differing opinions, it doesn't mean that they're beneath you or less than you. Instead of passing judgment, why not ask them questions to find out why they have those opinions and interests? Besides learning something new, you may discover that you're not that different at all. Pick your locations and activities wisely. Heading out to a new bar to meet new friends sounds great in theory, maybe, but you'll most likely develop bar buddies. Are those really the people you can seriously rely on? Maybe, maybe not. While there's nothing wrong with having acquaintances, try to spend time in places where there will be people with similar interests. If you're into books, for example, why not join a book club? Be patient. Building and maintaining a relationship takes time. During that time, you're going to need patience to help cope with the daily frustrations of life. If you don't have the patience to deal with life's little aggravations, then how can you expect to have a durable relationship? 
Make eye contact. Research has long proven that people who make eye contact are perceived as more likable and trustworthy. You know, those smiling eyes, those ones that connect with you. You'll have a better form of communication right after making eye contact. Don't mumble. I remember when I was a kid, my parents would always say, do not mumble. What is mumble? Mumble is a communication is not being understood. Communication is a big part of our relationship. So why would you want to make conversations awkward or confusing? Because you can't be understood in case you weren't aware. Mumbling is also a sign of covert anger, resentment, disrespect, or sadness. Laugh. (laughs) In case you weren't aware, laughter is extremely contagious. Besides being beneficial for your overall health, it can also strengthen our relationships by triggering positive feelings and fostering emotional connection. Also take an opportunity to laugh at yourself sometime and let it go. Pick your battles wisely. Even if you disagree with someone or you have the need to tell them, I told you so, it's best to move on and let go. No one wants to hear a lecture. So I will leave you with this this week. The best and most beautiful things in this world cannot be seen or even heard but must be felt with the heart. Helen Keller. Thanks again for listening to the Kara Podcast. You can find the Kara Podcast wherever you stream your favorite podcast services. Be sure to hit subscribe, download, and share. We're on a mission to encourage, inspire, and we also encourage you to head over to the Kara Podcast at thecarapodcast.com and take a short trivia quiz to find a tribe of other like-minded people. Have an amazing week. Until the next time, cheers from your friends at the Kara Podcast.